0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Welcome to the Cards Cast. It's a new edition of the CardsCast, and we're going to cover a ton of topics from men's and women's basketball to football. We'll probably touch a little on baseball as well as they continue to track toward the, the back half of their season. I'm Cardinal Authority senior writer Michael McCammon, joined by publisher Jody Demley, let's start with the, where the biggest buzz is and that's certainly with men's basketball right now as it's continuing to be a program in flux. It's, it's trying to rebound from, from uh, you know unfortunate seasons of, of recent uh, to bring it back the tradition and the expectations and the hopes that we always have uh, towards Cardinal basketball. And obviously that began with the introduction of Kenny Payne as the head coach and now has his uh, allotment of his three on the bench uh, staff members, his three assistants have all been named. And I think he's hit a home run with each one of those but jody uh, you know he's not completely done with his staff i mean he still has uh, some spots off the bench to fill you know but thus far as he has said multiple times he's hitting home runs with his hires uh
0: yeah he he he, he has hit uh what three home runs and now is going for the grand slam i guess is that the, probably the way to, to put it as he tries to, and the and the grand slam would be yeah. the rest of the staff. You know what you I mean? Know what he, like, you
1: know what he's doing? He's pulling a Ben Bianco with bases loaded. He's yeah, there, grand slam go. after grand slam after grand slam?
0: There, there you go. Yeah, no, he's you know and the next one. While the assistants are to me, assistant coaches are the most important thing. You got to have a good staff, and I like what they've done in with this, with this staff uh, with Josh Jamison, and Danny Manning and Nolan Smith. They all uh, they're all different. But they all bring a lot to the table, and all three of them uh, are really strong in recruiting. A lot of times, you see staffs around the country where there's one guy that's not really as tied in in recruiting and that kind of thing. But this one is not that case. You know, while Josh Jameson hasn't done it a lot, or in recent years as on a, on a full time basis, he might be as plugged in as anybody else on the staff as far as. Uh, with his connections and what he has done when he was at Oregon. And and I think to point out, a lot of people might have overlooked this in the past, in, in, in last week. Every staff, when you have a guy on the uh, – when you have a, a coaching staff, you have a designated – or at least they do if something happens, you designate someone to go on the road uh, if Coach Michael has the flu or if Coach Jody has – uh, you know, a graduation for his son that he can't go out, or if something happens and, you you know, Coach Michael Jody is uh, is fired, or whatever would be the reason. Uh, if you're short, you can send somebody else out, you know. Um, our good friend Brian Snow, as a matter of fact, just to throw this out there because that just hit me, uh, this is a perfect example. Our good friend Brian Snow is the recruiting director for Penn State. He was out on the road the last week in April when the live period because they had a coach – Um, who was who was uh, sick so that everybody has that Josh Jamison was that guy at Oregon and Josh Jamison went on the road and did some stuff and and uh, and and all that so it is uh, awesome to see what uh, Kenny has done with those guys but now to me just as important you've got to fill those other roles Uh, how are they going to do it I don't know I think we'll see a lot of different titles we could see executive uh, assistant to the coach we could see uh chief of staff I-, I think we'll see some higher ups kenny klein will be on that staff we know that we don't know in what role um you know um i think we'll i think we'll see some uh i, th- I just think we'll see some different things from kenny uh and 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 i don't know i don't know how to explain it michael he wants to he wants it all to be the culture good, but from what I understand, he also wants um, he, he wants some people to do different things. You know what I mean? Like basketball operations, to me, is a coach on the floor. I don't think it will be with Kenny Payne. I think it will be, uh, you know, like Taylor Barnett was wants to be a coach, was Chris Mack's basketball operations director the last, last year, couple of years. And, and 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 I don't think that's what Kenny wants. I think he wants someone who is more travel logistics, the operations of basketball, not per se on the floor. So I'm intrigued how he does it. Who he hires as a video guy, who he hires as a strength coach, who he hires uh, as you know whatever. And 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 from what we know, the only one right now working in the building from the staff last year, Stephanie Davis, is the executive assistant of like of the whole office. She's still around and working. I, I know she'll be or I expect her to be on that staff. And then a graduate assistant Seth Tatum who was back for who was uh, last year. He's still around and I, and I think expect him to stick around in that role so a lot to fill out.
1: Yeah, and of course there's you know rumors and buzz and stuff going around as well. Obviously, Milt Wagner's name's been floated out there quite a bit. Obviously, the grandfather, uh, DJ Wagner, the number one player in the '23 class, Justin Perez, who's the son of uh, Rock Nation Sports, is you know his name has been floating around a, as a potential you know, off the court role for Kenny Payne. And I think, you know, either if, if Kenny was to pull the trigger on either one of those, I think both would be probably solid additions. But uh, one thing I think you have to really respect is the way Kenny has gone about uh, bringing on his staff um, and the quality. You know, like we said, he's been hitting grand slams. And I think that trend uh, will continue as he does, you know, continue to fill out to what I think will be, you know, as he described, he thinks he's got the best coaching staff in the country at this point. And I think that's just going to be added upon as he does continue to add.
0: Yeah. Um, I think, um, and, and again, we talked about Justin Perez before on a podcast. I don't, I don't think he'll be basket, the, the, the operations basketball operations director. He'll be in some role in the office there with Kenny and in a, in a, in a, I think a, a very, Good role for him, you know, in in a guy who's got a lot of connections, but is kind of an up and coming kind of guy. Uh, I, I just think Kenny, I, I think he, he he first of all, I think he's going to want to put it all together uh, at one time, announce it. That's my gut feeling, and that's what kind of what I've heard. Um, I would expect by the end of the month, and I know that sounds crazy, but you're talking about a lot of positions, and that doesn't mean people won't start or people won't be hired but they have to post all these jobs and they have to be posted for an amount of time. They have to do this, that, you know, that kind of thing. So they have to follow procedures. So I would expect by the end of the month that we know uh, all, all of that. Now, as far as the roster is concerned with four spots left, Devin Reed uh, officially ad- ad- added to the roster, Brandon Huntley Hatfield and uh, Kamari Lands last week, officially added to the roster. So three newcomers that will arrive late this month or early next month on campus um four more spots left and uh it'll be very interesting how they use it and where they go uh with these it's pretty obvious they need some help in the backcourt um it's also pretty obvious that uh that they're, they're in good shape for Imani Bates the former number one player in the country um I at this point Michael I'd say Louisville probably gets him but there's a lot to still play out, and, and quite honestly, when you're talking about transfer portal, um, it it can change overnight.
1: It can, and you mentioned the, you know the former number one player in the country, you know, he's currently the number one player in the two four seven sports tran- uh, transfer portal rating. So obviously, it be a huge get, and yeah, things seem to be trending uh, Louisville's way with him. But you know, uh, again, in the nil age and uh, in, in the transfer age, it's you know it's it's much different than recruiting high school kids. They speak less, um, and things can shift and wane, you know, almost by the hour on which on which way things are going. Uh, you know, so uh, knock on wood, things continue to trend positively uh, for Bates to Louisville, and obviously would be a huge addition for Kenny, Kenny Payne staff. Uh, you know, you mentioned who's, who he's already bringing in on top of the guys that are coming back. And, uh, you know, he, he's putting together a roster that, uh, you know, should be fun to watch and could make a little bit of noise next year.
0: Yeah, no, definitely. I think so. And, uh, uh, it, it'll be fun to watch it play out four spots left for, yep. uh, for them. And uh, I, again, I think it'll become clear in the next uh, two weeks or so I would expect it to kind of dwindle down to, to two spots. I do wonder like how, and, and the next time we get him, I'm, I, I, I will have to ask him like, what's his thought, thought process on, you know, like, will you use them all? You know, I mean, we use all the scholarships, uh, Louisville, when you have thirteen on the men's side, most teams like to use them all, but they do like to have one late, just in case something kind of falls in your lap. Remember last year, Sidney Curry fell into Louisville's lap late, really late in the game. So, what happens if, uh, if if that happens? You know, women's side, women's basketball. I know Jeff Walls doesn't like to use them all. He likes to have one or two in his back pocket just for that, because there are always movement and things that that, that can happen so uh, I'll be interested to ask Kenny on that speaking of women's basketball Shay Robinson uh in in on the road great addition to the Louisville uh the Louisville to the Louisville staff I do expect them to add at least one uh or perhaps two more uh, uh transfers uh to the roster and and again it's kind of everybody knows they're looking for big players but they don't grow on trees, Michael. It's like six, five, six, 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 seven. Girls do not grow on trees. There's, uh, there's only a few of them out there that are worth to be to be t- to be taken, and uh, and it's really tough to get one. And uh, again, I don't. I'm not saying they're not gonna get one, but but um, it, it's hard. It's really tough, and and they're trying to get a bunch of them, or they're in with a few of them now. And I know a couple of them have already gone elsewhere out of the transfer portal. As far as Football is concerned, Michael. I'm pumped up because we're getting closer to that June 17th or 16th weekend, and it's going to be a madhouse here.
1: It is. I mean, a ton of kids coming in, scheduling their official visits. The latest one uh, that looks like that's coming in is Eddie Combs, the wide receiver who was here on an unofficial visit over the weekend. Uh, already planning to make the return for that weekend. Obviously, a lot of the California kids. Um, you look at DeAndre Moore. uh likely going to be in that group as well you know so it's it's one of those weekends where uh, there's going to be a lot of buzz there's going to be a lot of recruiting by some of the current commits like uh, Pierce Clarkson going to be working his magic uh, and hopefully helping the coaching staff you know continue to bulk up that 2023 class which continues to sit in the top 10 uh, nationally Um, and if they continue on the trend that they're in by getting guys like Moore and and some of these others, um, they're going to make a, a push to, you know, finish in the top 20, t- uh, top 15. So it's going to be huge. Obviously, that that is right after uh, they they finish up with their camps at UofL as well, which is usually a big, important uh, moment for Satterfield and his staff as well as they get their eyes on some guys that they might be right. leaning one way or another on offering or or right. as well as younger kids as well.
0: Yeah, and and Michael, I think that'll be a great weekend. We've got some other weekends coming up, some other things coming up. Uh before then, um one thing to point out recruiting-wise in football is um that the you have um John Heron who is yep. a, a recruiting coordinator who's going to f- focus on offense and he will be the uh not only will he be the focus of, of on offense for as far as recruiting, but he'll he'll be kind of in charge of Florida recruiting because he's from down there, born down there, and all that. We'll talk to him. We we'll have a podcast on later in the week, and we will uh, hear from John. You can read the uh, Q and A that I had with him uh, online uh, yesterday. It was a it was a cool time to spend some time with him. And, and they're already getting now. yeah they're already getting a bunch of uh, looks from down there in Florida. Some newer looks uh, because of uh, because of him. Other things that are going on, Michael, you've got uh, how about tennis for the first time in what, four or five years in the NCAA tournament? Yeah, congrats um, to them. Men's and women's golf in the NCAA tournament and, and uh, track and field setting all kinds of records and all that. So there's a lot going on in Cardinal athletics. And so, because of everything going on, yes, it's Derby week, but because of everything going on, I thought I would uh, try to track down, and lo lo and behold, there I found him on the backside at Churchill Downs uh, in the rain. I uh, chatted and had a nice long conversation about a number of different topics that we've covered and even some that we haven't covered uh, with interim University of Louisville Athletic Director Josh Hurd. All right, welcome into the Cards Cast, and it's Derby Week, and I'm at Churchill Downs, but Josh Hurd, I know you like it out here as well, and and we're going to talk some Louisville sports, but the horses are in your background.
2: Yeah, I grew up uh, on a small horse farm, quarter horses, not thoroughbreds. Uh, I think I went to my first horse show when I was two weeks old. Uh, and um, it's something that I've just um, I wouldn't say enjoyed my entire life when you're up at you know 5 in the morning cleaning horse stalls and feeding them every day uh, but I've always uh, really respected it and so uh, to come out here every year, every year it's a lot of fun You have a connection also
0: with the coach and I, I think anybody has a connection with the coach that's been around the bait racetrack Wayne Lucas I'm talking about but for you it, it's, it's even deeper because I know it's your dad has a connection with him
2: Yeah, uh, I I don't know how many uh, years ago, maybe 10 uh, years ago, he he got connected with Wayne through a mutual friend, and uh, they've just stayed connected and have become close friends. And so uh, I've been able to spend uh, the Belmont with him when I was up in Philly uh, and then try to come out here a couple times a year and just say hi to him and spend some time with him and just try to learn a couple of things because uh, God knows that guy's experienced a lot through his career, and so it's a lot of fun to spend some time with him. All right, raining today, but this week for
0: Louisville, the city of Louisville is big. How, as the University of Louisville, do you – because the coaches enjoy this. I know you, you bring recruits around here. You do things all over throughout the year. But for a derby week, how do you kind of do – do you take advantage or you try to take advantage of, of this week in the in the spotlight at all?
2: um Not necessarily from a student athlete standpoint. I think just from a university from a city standpoint, you just try to celebrate it, right? I mean this is one of the top 10 sporting events in the country in the world, not the country in the world. And to literally be right next door to Churchill Downs and the excitement in this city, you have to try to, to capture some of that and, and enjoy it and I know our coaches love to come out and celebrate it and you know there's times when, uh, you've always got friends coming in town and coaches have friends coming in town. And uh, so I think you just try to celebrate it and really, really enjoy this time of year in Louisville. You do get a lot of
0: uh, FaceTime. Your facilities get a lot of FaceTime because it's impossible not to show a shot of Churchill Downs when the baseball stadium's not right there, when the football stadium's not right there.
2: Yeah, I, I think it, it really gives us an opportunity to showcase the university and the athletic department. You know, when you think about 150,000, 160,000 people coming to Churchill Downs, and almost every one of them is going to have to drive by our facilities, uh, and then to your point, uh, being on TV, it's just, it really is. It's a great time for the university, for the city. It's it's a lot of fun.
0: You've got a lot going on, Josh, and I, I want to ask you a couple things about basketball and, and football, but before we get there, So many other sports. I know last night the tennis team getting into the NCAA tournament, you know, uh, women's golf, you got men's golf coming up. Track and field is setting all kinds of records. This has been a great year, all encompassing of everything.
2: Yeah, it's been a fantastic year. I mean, it really, really has. But I think it speaks to the strength of our athletic department, of our coaching staffs, uh, our coaches, our student athletes. Uh, And and for me, it's about just making the right decisions to support our student-athletes, support our coaches, and and really put them in the best position that we can to be successful. And I think that's that's showing, Uh, and not just these last handful of months. It's been that way for years. And so as long as we can continue to do that, provide them with support they need, uh, and listen to them. You know when they say, "Hey, we need this or that to to make it to the next level or compete for." You know, and it's all relative, right? To take Jeff, for example. You know, he's making Final Fours, so the conversation now is, "What do you need to win a national championship?" You know, it might be a little different, say for men's tennis, right? They're making their NCAA, first NCAA, tur- uh, NCAA tournament appearance since 2017, so it's like, "Hey, what do you need to uh, make it to that second weekend?" Things like that and uh, so we just we just keep trying to support that group and and hopefully good things happen
0: speaking of jeff and women's basketball he's super excited about shea the addition of shea robinson i what what did you i've talked to so many different people whether it's recruits or even coaches that say when there when there's something going on, you're part of that process. I know John Heron from football said I, on other interviews, I didn't talk to the AD, but I, but I did hear with Shea how important or how involved were you with that, and, and kind of your impressions of him.
2: Actually, I wasn't very involved on that one. Out of all of these, you know, I typically try to just have a conversation really with anybody that we hire. Uh, you know, I think that's the job of a, of a leader uh, to say, hey, who is in our organization or who's about to be in our organization and it doesn't mean micromanage and say hey here's my input it's just hey let me get a good understanding of who you want to bring into this organization and to make sure that everybody feels good about it and you know 99 times out of 100 uh, when our coaches bring somebody to me it's like hey this is this is going to be a really good hire and you know let's let, let's give them the resources they need to be successful
0: Football wise, uh, I know you can't speak on recruiting, but it's going, it's going well as we can all see. Uh, you did hire, they, you just did hire John Heron, who became official here recently. And I know Scott's going to hopefully add a couple more. Do you feel confident with the way things are going right now in football?
2: Yeah, I do. And, you know, as I've said, you know, we're not really going to know uh, confidently what's, what's happening uh, until September. But, you know, I think the pieces are in place to be successful. And, um, it, you know, if you look at the contrast between football and basketball, right, basketball, it's such a quick turnaround. You have a roster of really 10 to 12. And football, it's 110. And so that process just takes a little bit longer to develop that culture and and say, hey, this is how we're going to do things. And so I I do think things are going well. I think Scott's doing a terrific job. I'm excited uh, as we get into the summer and then obviously get into fall camp. I'm excited to see where things are going to where things are going to land here in the fall.
0: Josh Scott has talked about that recruiting room for a couple of years, and other schools are in your same boat. It's like you're all in the league. It looks like everybody's trying to catch up to Clemson. I mean, Clemson's got like 100 guys in their office, and, and I kid about that a lot, but but it's a lot. Um, how important is it to continue to keep bolstering that room? Because that is the lifeblood. You want great assistance, but you have to have people in that room to get recruits.
2: Yeah, it's it's really important, and it's, it's interesting to see uh, – you know how staffs are are developing and changing and um the big piece for me now is can we retain the guys once we get them here because that's the other piece of this you know you get somebody here they do a terrific job and next thing you know they have four they have four offers to go somewhere and it's like what in the world is happening here you've been here for you know nine months and you're gonna go you're gonna go take another job and so how do we create that loyalty uh and and that's you know that's culture right that's saying hey i want to work here and this is why i want to work here because really good things are happening and i do think that's happening i think that's happening to your point like like you just mentioned with a a number of our sports and then when you when you do that collectively within an athletic department then people want to stay here because everything's going well everything's positive and that's what we're trying to accomplish
0: speaking of positive it's been all positive since march 18th and I know Kenny has joked around that he hadn't coached the game yet (laughs) and and that kind of thing. But but it's been fun to see from your standpoint, I assume, kind of you hire a guy and what he then does over the course of the next couple of months to put together staff because it's impo- it's it's really difficult now to put together a really good staff while you're also trying to recruit a team and you've got the trans there's so many things that he's had to deal with and, and you've got to be really pleased with where he's at right now
2: yeah he's done a terrific job and uh i wouldn't say i've joked with him over the last call it week or 10 days but i've just noticed i mean he's uh, he, i mean he has been working uh night and day and, and i've just you can tell like he's He's tired, and uh, and I've mentioned to him a few times, like, hey, you can't you can't go at this speed uh, for for the rest of your career here. I mean, you, you're going to have to take a break, and you have to take those breaks. Uh, but he's done such a such a tremendous job getting the staff in here that he's gotten in here. Obviously, the recruiting that he's done, and and once again, it's about momentum, right? Right now, he has a ton of momentum. This program has a ton of momentum, and he's trying to capitalize on that. His coaching staff's trying to capitalize on that. And uh, once again, we'll see what happens when November rolls around.
0: How in the world, in this day and age, do you keep something like an assistant coach quiet like he did and you guys did?
2: Uh, y- you talk to very, very few people. Um, and it's interesting, right? Because it has to work on both sides, right? Uh, so if you're saying, hey, we want to hire this coach over here, well, they're having conversations too, you know, whether it's with their employer, uh, or their friends or uh, their contacts and so I think that speaks to the kind of people that Kenny is bringing on to his staff and the loyalty that they have to him and really the loyalty that they have to this program because he's been very clear like for us to be successful in this we have to make sure that you know, the industry as a whole doesn't know how we're doing it what the next move is and, and he's proving that and it's, it's actually been a lot of fun to watch.
0: Is that something for you also as the AD right now that there has been a lot of things that have gotten out in past around here. Is that something big like that you can learn from as an athletic department that other people are watching and might do things or make hires because of what you do? And if you keep it a little quiet, then, then maybe you're better off.
2: Yeah, I, I, look, for me, uh, I, I've never understood this idea of I have information and I need to share it. Right, because you don't get anything out of sharing that information. And so that's what I've tried to stress to our staff is, like, look, guys, there has to be a commitment. There has to be a loyalty to the people in this room, the people in this athletic department, because we can make better decisions when people don't know what we're doing or how we're going about our business. And so, I, yes, I have emphasized that. Kenny's emphasized that. And once again, if we can create that culture where that's the norm, then that's, that's what we're going to try to do that same in basketball. Recruiting wise, he's got a
0: lot to sell with the program. But he also has a lot to sell with his background. Is that what you're seeing from guys out there that they like the program? They love the atmosphere. But they also what he's done in his track record is is a big deal.
2: Yeah, I think in anything that you do, it's about credibility, right? And so to get your foot in the door uh, anywhere you go, it's like, hey, why is this guy uh, knocking on my door? Who is he? And then you look at his credentials and you say, yeah, I, I actually, I do want to talk to that guy. And so it's, it's funny because I think, you know, when you're 15, 16, 17 years old, and even, uh, even a little bit older, uh, um, you know, they don't necessarily know everything that Kenny's done in his career, but then you say, hey, you know, look up what Kenny Payne has done all the people that have been in the league and i don't want to say because of him they got there because of what they did but he helped them get there and and once they do that and i know it was really interesting when i had that conversation with sid uh i was like sid do you know who you're getting as a head coach here and he ha- he hadn't fully looked it up and, and studied it and then he did and and now I, that guy is all in he's 100 on board and, and that's how this entire team is going to be once they realize uh, and they are realizing everything that he's done it's like hey i will run through a brick wall for that guy because he's going to get me to where i want to go
0: last thing i appreciate your time um i have to ask do you i mean how do you deal with your staff as far as the interim tag do you tell them not to worry about that we just go about business right now and 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 do you have any clue at all, like <laughs> what, where this process, or how long this process might take? Take.
2: Uh, so, relative to my staff, uh, our staff, um, I, I, I tell them, guys, just make the best decisions that you can uh, for this athletic department, for this university. They're continuing to do that, and uh, I don't think they're really focused on uh, who's in this role. Uh, you know, I, I do feel confident that they're. They're supporting me because they've shown that through their actions. Uh, but I'm just—I'm not that focused on it in relative t- timelines and things like that. You know, I've stayed uh, intentionally on both sides, at kind of at arm's length uh, with that process because I—I'm I, not going to change it. Right? I can only do what I can. What I can do, control what I can control, and. Uh, and I keep saying it and it sounds like a broken record at times, but we're just going to keep making the best decisions that we can for, for the university and the athletic department and, and see where that takes us. And uh, so far it's been, you know, it's been good. All
0: right. Well, enjoy Derby week
1: and uh, pick a few winners.
2: Oh, I, I think I'll pick a few names out of a hat and see how it goes. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Jeff.
1: Appreciate the time from L interim athletic director, Josh Hurd joining us here in the cards cast going to wrap things up, but Hey, Got to mention Louisville baseball's big win on Tuesday night down in Nashville. The Cardinals go down to Music City, and when they, they, they do so as one of the nation's top-hitting teams. But on Tuesday night, it was the bullpen. It was the pitching staff. Seven different Cardinals. Dan McDonald always uses the, these midweek games. are staff outing, so multiple guys do spend some time on the mound. Seven different pitchers took the mound for the Cardinals on Tuesday night uh, in Nashville. And just allowed the Commodores to have two hits. They struck out as a uh, they struck out fourteen uh, uh, Commodores. Uh, com- the combined uh, seven pitchers uh, just did great work on the mound. Ben Bianco with the only run needed as the Cardinals win one nothing over the the fourteenth ranked Commodores with a solo shot to lead off the fifth inning. As uh, Louisville improves to thirty two and twelve. On the season, and you know things are are starting to move in the right direction as they're getting closer to the postseason. Yeah, it's been a roller coaster ride. You know, of making me believe. Not sure if I'm believing and right now. Back on on the track, I'm back on the trend of I'm starting to, to believe in this team again. Certainly, if they can get their pitching going, you're not going to get a night a night like that every night. Certainly. But if they can get their pitching going in in that di- right direction and become consistent, then clearly, as you've seen with the offense uh, amongst the the nation's leaders uh, in scoring with over nine runs a game, this is a, a team that can certainly do some damage in the postseason. If they're and I say if that that pitching staff can become more consistent for the Cardinals. So again, big win on them for that. And what that does, they did a nice little jump in the RPI. You know the. The sweep of Clemson, and now you top on the the victory over Vanderbilt and Louisville, now in the top 20 of the RPI, uh, looking great with the Q1 wins, the Quadrant 1 wins. So they're positioning themselves quite well as the season uh, is gearing into the final weeks. Uh, A couple big series coming up. They have Wake Forest on the road uh, this weekend. The following weekend, they're at Virginia Tech, who's playing very well, and then they close at home, close the regular season at home. Can't believe it's already here in just a few more weeks. They bring uh, Virginia will be coming to Jim Patterson Stadium uh, to close the regular season, Uh, and and with those ACC teams still on your slate, Louisville's in a a position to where you do well in those three series, and you very well may end up with the national seed. But let's not look too far ahead. But big win! Congratulations to the Cardinals. Obviously, the crystal balls back to basketball recruiting. The crystal balls came pouring in for Imani Bennett, uh, all indicating Louisville uh, on. on Tuesday, not or throughout Tuesday, I should say. Um, you yeah, know, so thanks continuing to trend well for Kenny Payne and his staff. And uh, you can't help but getting excited by what, what is transpiring uh, with Kenny Payne since he has taken over. So, always looking forward to what the next hour, what the next day may bring uh, for this uh, University of Louisville basketball program. Again, appreciate Josh Hurt hanging out with us on the Cards Cast for Jody Demling. I am Michael McCammon. This has been the Cards Cast.